0: Spoiled Movie Reviews. Hey, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rod. Join us always by my co-host karen and we're ready to do some podcasting when it comes to these movies i hope you've seen it i hope you never see it or i hope you don't care about us spoiling it because we spoils the movie and today's movie is disney's encanto okay we don't talk about that but uh we also have some comments from the previous reviews that we have done so you know we (laughs) it's on and popping is what i'm saying you know um so the way we breaks down these reviews we like to talk about what we like what we didn't like and then we score it from zero to five and uh then we'll give you a uh we'll go into your comments on our on our latest reviews um so encanto disney's encanto encanto tells a story the tale of an extraordinary family the madrigals who live hidden in the mountains of Colombia, in a magical house in a vibrant town in a wondrous charmed place called an encanto the magic of the encanto has blessed every child in the family with a unique gift from super strength to the power to heal every child except one maribel every child except one got a power Uh, but when she discovers that the magic surrounding the encanto is in danger maribel decides that she the only ordinary madrigal might just be her exceptional family's last hope uh and this is a movie that is uh directed by jared bush byron howard and charise castro smith um written by those same three people um and it stars uh stephanie beatrice uh maria cecilia botero john leguizamo um mario mario castillo um just a lot of people i, I think mm-hmm. lin manuel miranda's in this i think so Oh, wait no, no 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 i think he, did he did a music for it or something mm-hmm. yeah so like this this is a uh, got some heavy hitters is what i'm saying uh let's get into what we liked about it karen give me something you liked i like the fact that it was funny
1: it was mm-hmm. very very funny uh even though it's animation and i don't know what to expect of it uh because i know we kept seeing the previews I'm like okay 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 and then it, when it came out on uh disney plus and a lot of people have been talking about it have been raving about it and that's what prompted me to watch it in the first place
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so when i watched it i was like oh this is really really funny and the funniness is subtle stuff it's kind of happening in the background it's kind of comedic comedy it's kind of uh some of it is slapstick but some of it is subtle and I re- and I didn't I don't know why I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was.
0: Uh yeah, f- uh for me uh, and I did think it was pretty funny. Um for me I thought it was so colorful. Mm-hmm. Okay? You guys know me. <laughs> Y'all know uh that I am big when it comes to colors. Uh, yes, you are. And this movie was so bright and i mean they use every color in the palette palette and in addition to that it was colorful and it had different browns when it came to the family like Mm -hmm. the whole family wasn't just like one shade of brown Mm -hmm. and you know the hair diversity and all that stuff you could see it even the body types Mm -hmm. like it just really did a good job of being like colorful and um and unique in that way and i really like that
1: i like the music the music made uh the movie i also like that uh some of the songs were actually sung in its original language in spanish even in a lingu- even in the english version it was like this we're gonna sing this in spanish like uh you had to translate it on your own and so i really like that um the music carried the movie literally carried the music you start off with a song it's, it's almost like a cartoon musical without being a musical so they're not singing the whole time but it's. Certain- it was
0: really i think a musical is a good way to describe it i i would actually would put this at down as a musical i mean i don't know how many numbers you have to have to make a musical but right. it did feel like every every like couple of scenes we were getting like a song
1: yes it, but but the song was not what's the point it is the song actually would move things along, remove storylines, plot, remove mm. the thought process kind of along the way. In the musical, there was things happening in the background for understanding and clarity. The musicals, I mean, the songs wouldn't just, we're singing for the sake of singing. Mm. They were singing with a purpose or to move things along. And I really think my favorite song is the Bruno song because it's the one of the ones that's kind of the most catchiest out of all of the songs. Mm. And it was one of the ones, it was like the funniest out of all of the songs.
0: Yeah, the Bruno song. I mean, the songs go, you know, it's mm-hmm. Lynn Manuel Miranda, so, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Miranda, so, you know, it's gonna be good. Um, and that is the one that I've heard the most, like, people talk about. Um, I think for mine it's, uh, Surface Pressure. Yes. Tick, 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 can yeah. it ever stop? Yes. And they all had, like, points to him you know like it wasn't like like you said the songs weren't just jammed in there cause it's like it's a jam but we don't talk about Bruno was a was definitely a bop um. we don't
1: talk about Bruno
0: so like that joint like I said that song goes hard too yeah and everyone was bopping that but yeah service pressure for me Mm
1: mhm I'm the strong one I'm not nervous I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is I move mountains I move churches and I glow cause I know what my worth is I don't ask how hard the work is. Got a rough, indestructible surface. Diamonds and platinum. I find them in platinum. I take what I'm handed. I break what's demanded. But under the surface, I feel the as a tight rope
0: walker in a three ring circus. Under the- and the good thing about this is when you're watching it, like the way that they show the um animation and stuff it all goes along with it so it's Mm -hmm. really good at illustrating the points um like you know um the the character that sang this song she felt like she needed to be like strong for her family and and she needed to like hold everything down and so it was kind of like you know Yes, she's the strong one in the family. She looks strong, but actually, you know, under the surface, she's very anxious and worried and dealing with anxiety. And she had a storyline that was kind of. Everyone had like their own storylines, and there's so many characters, mm-hmm. and they all kind of just wrap wrap them up neatly, yeah. um because they don't have that much time. It's still like a kids movie, so it's not like two three hours or something. But I thought they did a good job of really wrapping up everybody's storyline. Like, okay, this woman. Uh the sister that's got the flower power stuff mm-hmm. she feels like she has to marry this this guy for the family, and then the other sister she's in love with that dude and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then you know the one um yeah, so they just I just like the way they wrapped everything up like i actually I'll say that for my positive is the story and the way they wrapped things up and the way everybody got their own little like challenge and to overcome and the stuff with like the grandma and Mirabel and how the grandma thought like Mirabel was cursed and was gonna they would dep- like was the reason that they were gonna lose the magical Encanto and all this stuff so uh all of that stuff was cool to me cause I think that was a hell of a feat considering how many characters there were
1: Agreed. And to piggyback on what you said, I love the fact that they talked about family relationships. They talked about growing up and and it was was, it's almost like a coming of age. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: how do you feel when you almost are like a black sheep of the family? Because she was a black sheep because everybody had a power. Everybody, even the smallest child, everybody could do something magical, do something wonderful. Even the house was basically its own power and how she felt left out. But at the same time, she was kind of putting on a happy face. You know, mm. this is my family. I love them. I, even though I'm not like everybody else, you know, I could still do something. And, you know, she was trying to do things. And I felt in my heart uh, when she would talk to her grandma, like, hey, that, no matter what I do, I will never be enough. The fuck am I trying? I'm trying for because I've been at that place where you got you have to let stuff go but it's one of those things where I loved how they talked about everybody loved their family, and there wasn't really a quote-unquote bad guy. You know, there wasn't like somebody that was just like, you're just completely wrong. It's like, no, she came to the realization that her grandma had been through hurt and pain. You know, she came to the realization that they all had been through something, and they all were suffering, and they were all trying to get through this situation the best they could as a family, and I like you said it was a lot of storylines going on but at the same time they wrapped it up in a nice neat bow to where you can understand the foundation of this movie is just family
0: yeah um i agree um another thing uh that i liked about it oh my god it looks so good like Mm -hmm. i know part of it is just oh we got a nice tv now but like you can tell the properties that really max out that tv they're like mm-hmm. we are trying to take you into a like a living cartoon and that's how this thing felt like the way they use space color uh depth uh darkness uh shadow all that stuff mm-hmm. and just so the good and yeah the detail and then like how much stuff is constantly moving on the screen Mm -hmm. like the fucking whole house is moving in addition to the characters and the characters all have their own powers and you know there's like the kid that can shape change shift into people and Mm -hmm. like there's just always something moving on the screen like in the background all times. And it was a visual treat for the eyes. I can see how some people may find it to be too busy and that's fine. But for me, it felt like, Oh, cool. You're taking me to another world. And this world is full of color, beauty, and movement.
1: Yes, and uh uh one more thing, and this is almost like the family. I like how, you know, when they was talking about Bruno, how, you know, initially you thought, well, what happened to Bruno for them to be like, we don't talk about him, and come mm-hmm. to find out she was the only one willing to, like, go in there and take the chance. Like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? Y'all, y'all kind of just wrote him off, but, you know, he still is family, too, for her to find out that he had never left, because they thought he left. He never left. He literally was living in the walls and when they would have dinner he would basically sit down and have dinner with them on the other side of a wall and so it was to show you that bruno was not as bad as people you know portrayed him to be
0: Mm -hmm. yeah um it was a really the moral of the story is really about family secrets there's no Mm -hmm. real villain Mm -mm. other than the fact that when you lose trust in a family you start keeping things from people and you keep your insecurities and vulnerabilities from each other you can't really truly connect on a family level and that's one of the main things I noticed was like every character's um story arc was the same which was I have a horrible thing that I'm keeping from the family that I really want but if I say something it may look bad so I don't want to say I'd rather just live in quiet kind of hurt and maribel was since we saw it from her perspective as the only one without powers she saw each person as this actualized like fully realized character like this like my sisters are perfect my my mom is perfect my grandma is perfect you know the house is perfect because she was just looking kind of through the lens of like almost envy and insecurity and that was kind of the arc for every character the sister that was in love with the other sister's boyfriend Mm -hmm. and that and that woman that sister didn't love that boyfriend Mm -mm. and kind of never felt like she got to be herself and she always had to be perfect and she always had to do the flowers the strong woman who's coding up the family but she secretly is, is like I need a break and I'm fucking at my I'm just doing this because I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing the right. grandma who knew that the magic was breaking and she was lying to everybody that it was fine and there weren't right. cracks in the house mm-hmm. Um you know uh Bruno who felt like he needed to run away from the family because he was the one who had foresaw the prophecy and uh he felt like he disappointed the grandma and stuff so like every person had a story that essentially when the truth was revealed and they were comfortable with being themselves it fixed their issue Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: and so i think that's um one of the things i really liked about the movie because because uh it's not the, the the enemy isn't there's no enemy other than family secrets and it took maribel's bravery of being like i'm the one who's going to do find out whatever i can to fix this family and she just kind of stumbled into all the secrets
1: yes and i love that about her and also uh even the house itself uh going back to it sometimes uh the foundation has to be torn and rebuilt and basically the house crumbled because of all the things that were happening and when they literally rebuilt the house with the help of the the surrounding villages when they rebuilt the house with no powers just regularly rebuilding the house and basically the door that she always wanted she ended up getting and basically the door was the entire family you know and so that goes to Show you that sometimes it takes things falling apart and, you know, they actually gave her a doorknob and they was like, you know, what do you see? And she says, me. And that was the first time she ever seen herself because the whole time her whole purpose was, I want to do for the family. I want to remember back for the family. I want to know what they do. Her whole thing with the grandma was like, I want to, I want to help because I, it, I don't matter. It's more of what you guys concerned. And it took this happening for them to actually see her and her value and what she was actually worth and because she didn't have any powers her perspective was completely different than theirs and also her her perspective helped them come to the realization that i am not my powers and that's kind of was a big story that you are not all these great things that you are you're it's actually more to you than what you can do and provide for people and i love the fact that the ending when she turned the door and that was literally her magical door Mm-hmm. and and then you know the house came back and all that type of stuff and it for my in my mind i was like okay that goes to show you sometimes the the people that people write off are the people that are going to be the one to make a difference in the family
0: yeah it felt like um in a way like the the house was almost her power you know mm-hmm. because it just put everything together and you know i love how like they didn't even use powers to fix the house again and build it up like yeah it, it had a lot of good messages in my opinion mm-hmm. throughout it and it had tra- it had messages that in a way felt different than other disney films yes. and i don't mean that in a bad way i like i think all these kind of cartoon movies are very simple messages that almost always just we allow it because we're watching a cartoon so people let themselves cry and Mm -hmm. that people let themselves feel emotions and that they normally don't and in this case i felt like this was a, a kind of a complicated non-traditional story with no wi- evil wicked witch or you know somebody to blame other than just our family needs to like communicate better and mm-hmm. um, and
1: have a better understanding for each other
0: right, right. um so I, I thought that was that was so so cool and i think a lot of people's real actual lives will reflect that like mm-hmm families that have issues a lot of times do attack the turn on the person that's like hey we got issues we need to talk about this and that's how the family had it did maribel at first you know but it they turned out to be better because of it another thing that worked for me was the like shadowy dark thing that happened with the father Mm -hmm. where these people were like coming to get them and stuff and i get I can understand maybe as a critique people might want it to be more specific like exactly what was that situation but I thought it was like such a good like placeholder for a lot of different traumas that families go through and especially brown families come on
1: i thought racism i thought yeah some somebody was coming trying to take over the town and basically burnt that bitch down right and they don't
0: exactly say that you know like so you could you could say racism someone could say immigration someone could say but this idea of like a family kind of on the run and you know that trauma that happened and how you know that trauma never they never really healed from it and they just kind of stay in that one in that one location and they're good people they were helping out the other town and all that stuff but it's like they, nobody even really seemed to know that story except for like the grandma
1: yes and also it was one of the things when they kind of went and talked about her story you kind of got to see what she went through and her whole point was yeah i actually forgot what was the whole purpose of the miracles yeah
0: and you see how she got there and i mm-hmm. think it's very relatable as a black person in because how many of our older family members are hiding trauma from our family because yes. they think they're protecting us you know what i mean but you know a lot of times those traumas are the thing The thing them surviving it was supposed to be before us and them the lessons they learned were supposed to be handed down to us and if you never talk about it we can never confront it and i can never absorb it
1: yes because uh a lot of it's a lot of shame you know but you should not be ashamed over something that you have no control over but they still feel shamed of it shamed that they went through it even some of the uh, uh what did uh, uh survivor's remorse all types of things that they go through and because the, the society, a bigger issue, a lot of uh, older black and brown people never get the therapy that they actually need to actually be able to open up their family and, and, and the medical uh, and mental sometimes help that they need to get to the point where they would actually feel comfortable talking about it you end up with these results of you have a generation now that does not know their history, does, they don't know their past they don't realize some of the things that, that they, and some of the people that they're looking down on was actually in their family lineage but they don't know you know they want to turn their nose and act like they better and but if they knew the reality that yeah your great grandma your grandma your aunt you know they lived through some of these things that you have a tendency to laugh and think about that happened quote unquote so long ago
0: yeah so um anything for oh another positive for me um I like the the run time mm-hmm. you know i didn't feel like it was too long Mm-mm. um uh, and i think that's one of the good things about most of these kind of kids movies they keep it to about
1: an hour maybe an hour and a half an hour, yeah so. hour and a half this
0: one was an hour 42 minutes but a lot of these kids movies that come in under two hours and with this one, it's really like more like an hour and a half cause mm-hmm. the last part is credits and it's no after the credit scene. So mm-hmm. you can actually skip all that. But, uh, I mean, no offense to the people that made the movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, Heck, uh, yeah. I, I really thought the timing was good. Uh, anything else for positives? All right. Let's get into negatives. Was there anything you did not like? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, man, I, I like, I didn't really have any issues with it. I feel like maybe if you don't like Lin-Manuel Miranda's style of song, I know there's some people that aren't a fan of him. So if you're not a Lin-Manuel Miranda music person, you probably won't like the movie because the songs won't slap to you because they're very, you know, that, that theater musical type of vibe.
1: Oh, something I thought about, uh, and 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 like you say, it's not that I had a problem with it, but right. something I could see somebody else have a problem. There wasn't a villain. I could see mm. somebody be like, "There ain't no villain." Like, uh, why am I watching this? And and it's just about family, particularly people that might, i funny, might not have problems with their family. Don't see the purpose of this. They were like, mm. "Why are they going through all these problems? They could have just talked to each other and all that type of you know things." Because mm. everybody that watches this isn't going to look at it from the perspective. Of, oh, it's healing. It's family. It's growing. All this stuff. They're gonna be like, "Well, you know," like you say where's the witch where's the villain where's the wizard where's where's somebody that I can go I like my black and white this is good this is bad and if I don't have that it's quote unquote a bad movie when that's not true but I can see somebody having that critique
0: yeah that's a good one and then the last one I'll say is it does have a lot of characters and so in a way like the characters don't really get to live and sit in their conflict and stuff the way that um the way that it works for like say uh a different like these other these more pick like the Pixar movies and stuff where like a lot of tone and mood is spent like setting up like the drama and the tension. This movie moves fast because it's just too many people and too much shit to fix. Mm-hmm. And the only person we really spend a lot of time kind of wallowing in, like, how are we gonna solve this problem, what is she dealing with, is maribel mm-hmm. But everyone does have a story that is worth screen time is just i think they ran out of there's just not enough screen time for everybody so you know it does somehow feel like a little smushed uh in certain areas um all right that's it let's grade it zero to five what would you give it
1: oh this was a five i had a ball and i even actually enjoyed them more the second time watching it because i watched it the first time in the bedroom. But the second time we watched it, I watched it with Roderick, and Roderick turned on some kind of ambient mode, whatever he turned on the TV. uh, Just intelligent mode. Oh, intelligent mode. And it literally made the screen. It literally made it where well, you want to almost touch the screen. he like, oh, my gosh, this is so crystal clear. It's 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 like refined the lines. I was like, oh, this is, and, and like I just said, when he did that, I was like, this is the way they drew it. They drew it to be viewed like this. Mm-hmm. Which is probably what you would have gotten if you would have seen it in a movie theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Versus at the house. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, they actually considered all this. And this is, that's where, I mean, cause I, you could see it, but you saw things like more like the curl patterns of the hair. You saw more detail of the clothing. I, you saw more the colors even certain ways when like um when um uh, uh maribel and her sister that does the flowers when they were dancing around and kicking up uh, uh, up the different colors when they stopped you could see like how the colors fell across their clothing and how they mixed up together i was like oh and I have seen it before, but it was just more details. Like it's like it's almost jump more out of the screen at you. And so I was like, oh yeah, I already liked it, but this made me like it even more because you can tell the like the artistry and the people that that do the background stuff really cared.
0: Oh yeah, I give it a um, I think I give it a four, maybe four and a half. I fr- I really liked it. Um, like I said, I think maybe if it had less characters and would like. And we really, we really could spend a little more time with each character, I think would have been even better. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really have any complaints. The song slapped, it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I love being taken, matter of fact, five, fuck it, five. I, I love being taken to like other people's cultures and other people's stuff. Um, I really love the body and tone diversity of the characters. Yes. That was Colors major to skin, me. Yes. Yeah, to be like, Cause, you know, that's, that's something that plagues, like, the community of, uh, uh, like, Latino people is like, well, that's covered so much. And a lot of times dark-skinned people get left out. And so, it was cool. I know it wasn't a, a movie. It's not the same as, like, a movie about a dark-skinned Latino person. Right. And, or, or, or a Latinx person. And, and not a, like, that wasn't the crux of the story. But sometimes I think that's the, the dopest shit is when, no, no, we didn't make a movie called dark skin latino person it, right. we just we just had those people are just in the movie because that's the people right and, they exist
1: in this world yeah yes. and like
0: her both her sisters were darker than her and you know the one was like the beautiful one like you know the one who had the man and was perfect and you know it's i just thought it was dope man i thought it was just a very cool like kind of different way to look at it uh, uh, to look at the movie, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I th- they did their thing. They did their yeah, thing. they
1: did. This was very enjoyable. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, if it wasn't pandemic and it would have been a theater, I think a lot of people would have oh, went to see this. yeah.
1: It, it, it made a good look grip.
0: And we made it through the whole review and nobody tried to compare it to Coco. Hmm. It's almost as if it's possible.
1: Oh, yeah. Coco is a completely different movie. I
0: know. Oh, okay. I noticed a lot of people couldn't all Not couldn't help themselves mm-hmm. okay i didn't even think about that i know i know uh all right <laughs> we had some feedback uh karen's review of the solo review of pixar short loop three comments
1: yay uh let's
0: see Ronan Raphael says i saw loop right after getting disney plus after it launched so i'm long overdue for a rewatch listen to the review reminded me of everything i forgot about the movie loved it thank you yay. logan uh iman says great review karen i love this one after i got over the anxiety of it which is also what makes it so good i could really feel the stress and anxiety of both characters wanting to be understood and trying to understand natasha says thank you for reviewing this it was one of the best films i watched last year
1: yay and y'all thank you so much for reviewing my little short ones because i, I t- uh talking to roger i was like i don't know if i should do these. they're not long but roger was like well you watch them do it and you know you just never know so thank you for letting me know that y'all actually listen to my little two and five and six minute little clippets thank you
0: well also we i mean as movie critics we there's a short film category so yeah i remember you telling me that yeah. i was like
1: oh yeah that is right they do
0: cover short films
1: so yeah
0: uh let's see um iman left a comment on 20 something another solo review karen did hey karen i love this short too i watched it and whispered this is me it was so relatable while being cute funny and heartfelt Mm -hmm. love that you're reviewing these hope you get to watch far from the tree next disney really is making this subscription worth it so you no longer have to wait for a big film to come out to get a short iman
1: I, I seen that one. I think that one is gonna, I, I, I got, I think I seen like one or two more and I think I seen that one. I was like, oh, I might check that one out too. So yeah, I'm gonna start going through and not only with uh, Disney+, plus, uh, Netflix and some of the other ones, I'm gonna start going through some of the other, uh, streaming services to see their short stuff too. So, you know, uh, cause I know people have different, uh, streaming services. So I'm gonna start going through that and just, uh, going through and, and picking up some of their shorts that they're doing too. Mm-hmm. And reviewing those also uh because i like the short ones because you can you know sit down and knock out you know four five six and you know 20 30 minutes because some of them are like real short seven to five maybe if t- 15 minutes is considered a long short they are not even that long so i enjoy watching those because i can you know sit down in one sitting and knock a, a several of them out and it's more content for you guys and you guys can you know watch things that you might not even have thought about
0: watching before sailor agni left a comment on our view of wrath of man While not as colorful or loose as other Guy Ritchie movies... Well, that's true. Wrath of Man is a good one because Jason Statham is just good at being a cold-ass white man. Mm -hmm. Certainly wish the plot had more layers, but characters played by Statham, Holt, McCallany, Josh Hartnett, and Jeffrey Donovan, Laz Alonzo, Nama, Auger, and Eddie Merson made up for it. Yeah, I think I never really had much of a critique for it being such a straightforward plot because it sounds weird to say but like certain actors when you cast them that is the plot mm-hmm. like they don't play these <laughs> these you know versatile like you never see this coming roles like if you it's like oh you cast this dude he's the villain you cast this dude he's a killer you know mm-hmm. richie knows how to make uh compelling characters looking forward to his next film which does feature stratham hartnett and Aubrey plaza the movies called operation fortune yeah sure it'll be i'm sure i'll be there a lot of killing (laughs) yes i'm there last comment is on the villainous from sandler agony uh he says watched this way back in 2019 or 2020 very enthralled with it. stellar set pieces nice story and a great lead it was lots of fun and i do i do have one film to recommend to y'all which is raging fire film literally lives up to its title definitely check it out if y'all get time i may have that around here somewhere i'm not sure because for some reason we got sent this screener Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: uh, i just never watched it and then i was like fuck it i'm gonna watch it Mm -hmm. so um but yeah thank you and honestly we only watched it because the fucking cable went out Mm -hmm. so it's like guess i'm watching something on a dvd today you know Uh, all right thanks for listening everybody we'll be back with more reviews later until then peace peace